Welcome to Fronteras, a program that explores issues at the border and beyond through the lens of arts, culture, and history. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. A group of San Antonio high school students recently got an opportunity of a lifetime to travel to Mexico, not for sightseeing or a beach vacation, but to learn about leadership and diplomacy. The students come from a variety of disciplines under the San Antonio Cast Schools Network. The tuition-free nonprofit campuses are aligned with local public school districts and focus on careers in tech, STEM, the medical industry, leadership, and education. Members of the student advisory at CAST Schools visited Mexico City through the U.S.-Mexico 360 Public Diplomacy Program. This initiative normally involves leaders from various sectors in the U.S. and Mexico, including think tanks, businesses, universities, and research centers. This is the second year that CAST Schools has participated. Seventeen students and ten teachers traveled to Mexico City, and in a span of only five days, they took part in a variety of meetings and events, including a visit to a nonprofit pre-K through six academy for underprivileged children, a stop at Coca-Cola's Mexico headquarters, a boat ride down the centuries-old canal sites of Xochimilco, not to mention visits to museums and restaurants. We're talking today to a handful of students who participated in the U.S.-Mexico 360 program. Aidan Davenport, a student at CAST Advanced Learning Academy. And Audrey Torres, a student at CAST Med. Joining us on Zoom are Leona, or Leo Fletcher, a student at CAST Lead. And Esbaye Hernandez, a student at CAST Tech. CAST Med history teacher Elizabeth Agosto also joins us in the studio today. Agosto explains how CAST schools came to be involved in the U.S.-Mexico 360 program. So CAST schools has a partnership with the U.S.-Mexico Foundation that was founded here in San Antonio. And the U.S.-Mexico Foundation focuses on cultivating and nurturing that relationship between the United States and Mexico. So CAST schools actually partnered with the U.S.-Mexico Foundation to create leadership opportunities and experiences for their students. I don't want to call it like an exchange opportunity, but I would call it a more immersive tourism experience. What I really appreciate when they take into consideration this planning is they also take into account our students' feedback. You know, this is our second trip to Mexico and the kids kind of mention like, hey, we would really like to interact with the school the next time we go. And this Last trip, we went to an amazing school, and the kids actually got to interact with, and it was like a younger kind of pre-K program, but kind of going back into the planning, I know it's a lot of communication, a lot of paperwork, a lot of trust also from the parents' perspective to me and to all of the teachers and educators that are on this trip because they are entrusting us to taking their kids to a foreign country (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, kind of trusting that, hey, you're child will be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, um, you're only in the one of the largest metropolitan areas in the world. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the sixth largest city in the world. No That's big right. deal. You know, just letting your child go there without you. <laughs> and it was definitely an experience, you know, kind of tracking down like, hey, I need to make sure that we have all of this packet signed by this date to make sure that it happens. And this is just from the teacher's perspective, getting that like permission slip, you know, all of that. But I know that everybody at CAST does so much more behind the scenes to make sure that 
Our trip is smooth. It's a whole bunch of logistical things like transportation. They had everything planned to the minute, which was so impressive because we just, you know, as a teacher, you're just like planning, planning, planning. And I just had to just make sure my two kids were with me at all times. And it was great. (laughs) (laughs) But we, we got to see a little bit of what it takes to make it happen. The calling ahead, the meetings, the scheduling, the numerous emails back and forth that kind of go on. But one of the things I truly do appreciate was the fact that they took our kids' feedback into consideration. The kids that went last year and said, hey, um, we actually would like to see more of this. And it wasn't just talk. They fulfilled. They did their part in making sure our kids were heard. And that's something I really appreciate. I'm actually going to go sort of around the table here. And I'm actually going to start as Bayi. So there were there were a lot of things that you did in that one day. You met with, you know, people talking about the economy. You met with some students in another school. You got to see some museums. What were some of the places that particularly made an impact on you and that you think that you might be able to carry forward in a career down the line? So going back to what um, the school, how we visited the school, I think that was the visit that really impacted me the most because I got a new perspective on, I guess, the education in Mexico and how privileged I am and how the rest of us are to be able to be part of like this network and see how they're trying to make an impact on the students and learning about how they can better the education of these small students and younger students to be able to continue their education and, and stuff like that. So it's Enseña por México. That's the organization that is helping these schools, bettering the education and I guess like the actual school itself and, and funds wise and learning a lot about that. It's very surprising because we don't really like appreciate how much we have here. So learning about that really impacted me the most. And what about you, Leo? I think for me, the Coca-Cola visit, because they showed us a lot of times where they had to change themselves to adapt. And I think that's the biggest thing that everybody should learn is just how to adapt. And they just showcase how they built their brand and protect their secret formula. <laughs> and only, yeah, only two people know the entire seven-part formula. Wow. And you're not one of them. <laughs> so you didn't come out of that with that trip, unfortunately. Leo, how do you see it sort of uh, impacting where you may want to go in your career? Well, this visit to Mexico. It showcased a lot of different careers because me personally, I like to do different things and see where I want to go. And business is a big option for me. So seeing local businesses out of the country, out of the state, is really impactful for me to see, okay, maybe I can go over there and help and strengthen the relationship between Mexico and the U.S. We're going to go to Audrey next. Audrey, what was the part of the trip that influenced you or inspired you the most? Um, I feel like Please correct me if I say wrong. Xochimilco. 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 Yeah. Um, we went there. Um, as someone who wants to go into medicine, I have a strong mindset that um, food can be medicine for the people. Well, describe Xochimilco here. For yeah, that, for and so we know. got to go to Xochimilco to learn a little bit about the agriculture um, there, and so we got to really see, um, you know, them growing the food and just how natural it is, the product and produce, 
and um, you know that talk about you know the herbicides, the pesticides, GMOs, and food, just to see how natural and culturally connected it can be to the people, how it can benefit you know the health of the community. To me, that inspired me to like how can we bring these ideas, these mindsets, and this habits of growing natural food, natural produce to bring to back to the community um, to better the health of the people. And is that kind of where you see maybe your career steering down the road? Yes, I have a huge passion for public health and you know the equity for people, and a lot of that does have to do with the nutrition. Fantastic. Okay, we're going to go next to you, Aiden. What about you? What inspired you the most? Uh, the National Anthropology Museum, because I want to be a sociolinguist, so it was really interesting. So for those who don't know what a sociolinguist is, including myself, what is that? <laughs> so sociolinguistics, is, my mom always sound, says that I sound like a professor when I say this, but <laughs> language is the nexus of human connection. It is the medium for human connection. And so to analyze society... Because all societal bonds are built through language. We must analyze language's effect on the human spirit, the human in oneself, and on how humans interact with other humans. That's Aidan Davenport. We're also talking with Audrey Torres, Leo Fletcher, and Esbayi Hernandez. They're all students at CAST schools in San Antonio. We're also talking with CAST history teacher Elizabeth Agosto about a recent diplomacy trip to Mexico City by members of the CAST Student Advisory. When we come back, students say their recent trip opened doors for them educationally and personally. So it has definitely sparked the interest of maybe possibly studying abroad and also other travel opportunities that just come up, you know, that as a student I have I have just as the right to explore and not still stay so much in my bubble. <laughs> Our conversation continues next on Fronteras. Welcome back to Fronteras. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. Mexico is many things to many people. In the U.S., many people may have a perception that it's rife with cartel violence or teeming with migrants and asylum seekers. A group of students from caste schools in San Antonio got an opportunity to visit Mexico's capital city last December to meet industry, cultural, political, and philanthropic leaders. Cast Schools partnered with the U.S.-Mexico Foundation to bring Cast Student Advisory members to meet with stakeholders from the public, private, and social sectors. It was also a cultural immersion into the country's food and art. Joining us today are a few of the Cast students who made that trip, Aidan Davenport, Audrey Torres, Leo Fletcher, and Esbayi Hernandez. We're also talking with Cast History teacher Elizabeth Agosto, who accompanied them on the trip. Of the students with me in the studio, only Esbayi occasionally traveled to Mexico to visit family. She had just been to Guadalajara shortly before the trip. She says the most recent trip with Cast was unlike any of her past visits to the country. So when I went to visit my family, it was more of like a personal thing. So I didn't really see Mexico like as a whole. Personally, I didn't really like think about it that much. But when I visited Mexico City... I feel like I gained so much learning that I really had like this want to want to visit more places in Mexico and not even just Mexico, other places like Europe and Asia. And so it definitely like added so much to my want to travel. You were saying, uh, Audrey, that you have already three 
stamps on your <laughs> yes. passport, and I believe they're all from Mexico. Mm-hmm. So when was your first trip, and did it inspire the rest? Has, has this sort of you know lit the fire for exploration now? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my first ever stamp was to Mexico City um, from last school year um, when I was part of the advisory. And like anyone, I was very nervous <laughs> to travel outside the country because my first time ever leaving the U.S. And, you know, to go by yourself, I think I had a reason to be a little nervous. But after the experience, I mean, it left lasting memories that I just I knew I had to repeat. And so it's brought so much confidence to learn, to explore and that, you know, the world is especially for students, the world is so much bigger, really, when you you start exploring, it opens up so many doors, so many possibilities. And so it has definitely sparked the interest of maybe possibly studying abroad, and also other travel opportunities that just come up, you know, that as a student, I have I have just as the right to explore and not still say so much in my bubble. <laughs> so, I mean, any, I think... I think your bubble is large. Yeah, <laughs> now it is. <laughs> now it is. Um, but really, I can't really describe, like, how wonderful these experiences have been like I I would probably still be hesitant to just even want to you know go somewhere as if even to university like you know it was kind of the thought of I don't want to travel too far to university now it's like take me as far as I can go (laughs) how how do your parents feel about that uh, my parents are very like okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're very they're very excited for me. You know, they love that I can. I, I have these doors open for me now. You know, I not only do I just form connections here. You know, in San Antonio, in my home, but I also form connections across the world. Doing these opportunities that you know can further my career where I wish to go. Do you feel the same way, Aiden? I mean, here you are, the the future sociolinguist. I mean, I'm assuming that you're not necessarily going to stay in one place, especially if you're focusing on language. So do you have any specific focus in mind or, or are you sort of leaving that open to where whatever takes you? I mean, I'm leaving it open while I'm still young. But you don't have any, like, this is really interesting. I think I may want to focus on that. Something got you interested in sociolinguistics. Well... For me, it was uh, dialectology at first. Which, you know, again, <laughs> for those of us who don't know. The study of uh, dialects. Okay. For so, example, like, you know, give us an example of some dialects. Uh, a dialect is just a substrate of a language. So there are many dialects of English. So we're all speaking in one dialect right now. But in pluricentric languages like Urdu and Hindi, there are two standard versions of the same language. There are many dialects of those under that. So, And then in a language like Spanish, there's Mexican Spanish, Norteño Spanish, Sureño Spanish, Argentinian Spanish, yeah. Colombian Spanish. So each language has a dialect. But when you look further than that, every socioeconomic class has a way of speaking within itself and to the other classes, hmm. especially when we factor in dialects and differences in ethnicity or place of origin. So when we study these connections, which often lead to conflicts within our society and division, we can maybe find a way to remedy these divisions and create a better world. So you might end up being another future guest on Frontera. So (laughs) I'm going to have your contact handy. (laughs) And so what about you, Esbaye? I mean, did this trip sort of open a window for you to your future, something that maybe when you first walked into Cast Tech, did that sort of open the windows to where maybe you might want to end up or the field of study that you might be looking into? 
in reality, I didn't really like go into cast tech knowing what I wanted to do. But right now I'm doing business, like that's my pathway right now. And again, like when we went to the school, we met with the CEO of Enseña por México. And I feel like when he talked about like the logistics and all that, like just the numbers and percentages, I think that definitely like gave me a perspective on how I would probably be in these situations or like be in this position in the future. So I definitely think it gave me the opportunity to view myself as that person that's speaking to us. Well, Leo, tell me a little bit how this trip might have opened a few doors for you, maybe mentally, educationally. How might it impact your future career? Um, so my family is a traveling family. So we travel a lot because my mother was in the military. So this is not something new for us because we always travel. But over the years, my mom has always told me not to go into things with an expectation, but with an opportunity. And with this being my second year going to Mexico, because I went last year with the student advisory, I embraced the opportunity to learn the culture of how companies operate in Mexico. And it was fascinating how we can learn from each other. And to me, Mexico valued what they had more. They had a lot of pride. It really gave me a spark. I knew I didn't want to stay in Texas. I knew I wanted to go outside and just see different things and be able to do more than just like sit here or go to the office, just do a lot and just help different people. So Elizabeth, what did you take away from this trip? And are you invested in next year's? 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Sign me up. Even if my kids don't go, I, I will help whoever. But in all seriousness, from a professional standpoint, I love seeing my kids grow from the nervousness at San Antonio Airport to, oh man, like, We're kind of ready to go home, but we could also stay here another week. Just that like drive to learn. But from a personal standpoint, I studied history at uh, UT Austin and my concentration was on Mexican history. And I grew up in Eagle Pass. So I felt like things I didn't learn in my childhood, despite being so close to the border that I had to leave my like hometown. I learned in Austin. I saw them come to life right then and there, right in front of me, I saw the reality of what our relationship is with Mexico. And it's not just me going across the border for a nice dinner or hearing from my like childhood friends. Like It just became so much bigger and more real to me. You brought up something really interesting, you know, that we have this perception of what Mexico is. I'm just curious, Aiden or Audrey, whether you had sort of perceptions of what Mexico was like beyond the border and how this trip might have completely altered or perhaps even strengthened them. And I'll start with you, Aiden. Well, I had wanted to go to Mexico City for a long time. My mom had been a couple times and she really likes it. So I'd I'd done a lot of research and reading and it's the third largest city in the Americas. It's it's, it's huge. It just keeps going. (laughs) (laughs) And good thing you weren't there during an earthquake. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was was worried about that. (laughs) And what about you, Audrey? Did you have any preconceptions about Mexico? Um, My father's side were deeply rooted in Mexico. And so, you know, I got to hear stories of them growing, my grandparents growing up and you know, having other family who never really traveled much outside the U.S., you know, there were certain things being told to me, like, it's dangerous. Be careful. You, you don't want to be doing this. You don't want to be dressing this way. You don't want to look this way. And it, so it was, 
of course, you know, that brought up a little bit of worry. I'm like, I'm being completely honest of what, you know, what was being said to me. But, you know, going to Mexico, I mean, that totally changed my perspective. Being in Mexico, I have met some of the nicest people I have ever met. The community is absolutely amazing. I mean, it's so similar in a way to like San Antonio when I feel like it's really big, but the same way everyone's kind of family. I felt really welcomed, you know, being there, you know. And I think it's quite sad that here in the U.S., we kind of really don't welcome that connection so much in a way of, you know, being Mexico and America. It's this relationship we have that it can never be broken. Like, we really are stronger together. Being welcomed just into Mexico and being told all these wonderful stories, being welcomed to their culture, it was an absolute pleasure um, I had. And I'm very grateful overall for the whole experience for the cast network for not just inviting me once, but inviting me three times, you know, <laughs> to go to guest med. And I'm really excited, you know, for my senior year, maybe having the opportunity to do it again and make the most out of what I can. Audrey Torres is a student at Cast Med in San Antonio. We also talked with Aidan Davenport, a student at Cast Advanced Learning Academy, with Leona Leo Fletcher, a student at Cast Lead, and with Esbaí Hernández, a student at Cast Tech. And we were joined by Cast Med history teacher Elizabeth Agosto. They're part of a group of 17 students and 10 teachers from Cast schools who took part in a diplomacy program that took them to Mexico City to meet with leaders in a variety of sectors. See pictures from the CAST student advisory trip to Mexico City at tpr.org. Thanks for joining us today for Fronteras. Fronteras is produced by Norma Martinez and Maria Navarro. Our executive producer is Dan Katz. Our editor is Fernando Ortiz Jr. Charanga Cakewalk composed our theme music. Hear past episodes at tpr.org and on the Fronteras podcast. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio.